Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, my co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice about the 2019 AFL season. So it's a uh, big introduction to The Logical One. Mug, you would be... You'd be your pockets would be full, wouldn't you? Like oh, this weekend, nine favourites. You love a favourite. I do like the favourites. <laughs> I'm more of a favourite better than uh, than a, an out than a than a plus better. Um, yeah, first think, the first weekend of the year this year where all favourites have have won. Um, no upsets. Uh, it ran pretty straight this week. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, we might as well. Do you want to go straight into uh, betting review from from last week? Then logical one. Betting review. Um, yeah, I think myself um, started off on fire. Tigers. We cleaned tigers, up on the tigers. Tigers and the, <laughs> that was a big fill up for the boys. Tigers minus and the and the and the under. Um, the totals under. Yep. Yeah, but then from, tick from there from there it was downhill. Um, pies minus. Um, Gold Coast Plus, and uh, we we chimed in on Twitter with the uh, West Coast Plus when that got right out didn't, on the uh, Sunday. Didn't get up, and uh, apologies to uh, Nathan, the boys over there in South Australia. I had one of the lads on uh, on Twitter messaging me saying, "What about this one, boys?" And uh, we said, "Yep, yeah, we're in." Brilliant. And uh, I think I was watching. I was fixated on the Hawthorne game, but I was watching the little scores in the bottom corner, going, "Oh, geez, we're in a bit of trouble. <laughs> we're in a bit of trouble, trouble there. Trouble yeah, early. a bit of trouble there." And for the mug. Yeah, we were flying uh, after the Tigers game, so that was a that was a good fill up for the lads. Uh, missed on the pies, which uh, I'm sure you'll talk about in a moment. Uh, missed narrowly on Port, which uh, if you need some extra inspiration on your bad beat segment, happy to chime in there. A uh, logical <laughs> one, and um, and then had good uh, good wins on the GWS. Buddy watch, buddy didn't play, so uh, yeah. we were all in on that one. Frio uh, got up. That was the retro bet. So no, no, nothing there for the listeners. And uh, then missed on the on the West Coast and the and small on the Gold Coast. Oh, and I had the Saints too. I was small on the Saints at the promo bet. Yeah. So missed on that one. But um, somehow managed to make money on the weekend. Um, just been a little bit bigger, probably on on the GWS Tigers and and Frio. But um, but yeah. In terms of total bets, uh, wins versus losses, didn't didn't look good on the stat sheet. Didn't look good in the stat uh, sheet. But, yep. um, but yeah, so maybe yep. you want to take us straight into some bad beats then, logical. Well, bad beats. Is it just uh, is it me or is uh, every bad beat involve something we bet bet on this weekend? <laughs> yeah, well, I know the mug's been involved in a few bad beats, <laughs> but maybe that's mug betting. I don't know. I think if I was to rank them, um, Collingwood minus. They had a shot with uh, about thirty seconds to go cover that young brown wasn't it yeah yeah callum brown after he um, just missed one too i know and Ugh. and after they'd been well up early in the game Ugh. so can put all that together you can see yourself pretty unlucky there mm. um and then uh the other one was carlton i think if you back carlton head to head um 30 points up at half time um few opportunities to win the game late it's, you know you'd be a bit, bit devastating uh, but you're probably used to that if you're a carlton supporter so so maybe take that with a grain of salt, um, and then, and then the one it didn't wasn't so close to the line, but just just the way that um, Kangas covered that line, they didn't look like covering it. They were port with forty points up all over them, and then and then just junk garbage goals oh. allowed North to cover that line. So pretty unlucky there as well. I was uh, squirming on the couch just watching that one. I think you sent me a text message uh, towards the death there saying, "What line are you on, Mug? What line are you on?" and uh, 
I couldn't even bring myself to tell him I was that nervous about it. And uh, <laughs> but the line was twenty two and a half, and uh, just watched it fade away. Ebert running into an open goal. I think with eleven minutes to go, forty points up, misses yeah. straight down the other end. Goal, next three goals, and she's all over. So put off the accelerator. But uh, that's that's it. You want to be a punter, you got to uh, you got to learn to lose as as much as enjoy the wins because. Uh, yeah, if you can't take the losses, well, you, you probably don't deserve to be a winner either. So that's the way it goes sometimes, isn't it? Yep, yep. All right, Logical One, are you ready to get into some games for uh, for round seven? Sure am. Let's do it. Game one, Friday night, 7.50pm, Marvel Stadium. The first time this year, I believe, that Friday night is the first game of the round. Would that be correct, Logical? That is correct. So uh, an unusual start to the uh, to the to the betting round starting on the Friday night, but a welcome one. Collingwood, a dollar thirty-five, are uh, hosting the Port Adelaide Power at three dollars fifteen, making the Pies a minus twenty-two and a half point favourite, or making them a twenty-two point five favourite. So, how do we see this one, Pies? Looking really sharp against Essendon, particularly early. Um, Port being the giant killers over in the West and then come back with, a, I guess, a fading performance against North. But they did they did enough to win that game comfortably, so you can give them a, uh, give them a bit of a pass for uh, taking the foot off the gas late. Um, both teams going really well. How do you see this one, Logical? Yeah, um, firstly, uh, injury-wise, uh, Gray is going to be out for Port, mm. who's a big loss. They don't get Jonas back. Um, Elliot could be back for the Pies and maybe Wells or Aish, but I don't know whether they could fit them all in. Both teams are going very well. Port, highly impressive this year compared to where I thought they would be. Um, playing at Marvel, which is probably better for them as an interstate team. and also Better for Port. Better for Port. Yep. And also Collingwood only played two games there a year about on average. and um, So they definitely don't have that familiarity with the ground. Um, I think the market will move to Port. Um, but for me, because of the grey injury um, and being away from home still, I, I make it about what it is, so no bet for me. Yeah, and um, and if I was to be having a bet, I like the look of the port line uh, just because it's... Uh, you know, it's getting out there. We've seen this year that um, those lines are pretty hard to cover. Um, so the plus is more attractive to me. But in saying that, Port, very young team. Exactly, um, young team. Yeah, you know, young team, traveling across, playing the might of the Pies. And, and, you know, I think I've said it from week one. I like the Pies. The Pies are, are very, very strong. Um, so nothing for the mug on this one either. Game two, Saturday, 145 MCG. Melbourne hosting the Hawthorne Hawks. Melbourne a dollar ninety-five, making the Hawks a dollar eighty-five and a two and a half point favourite. Um, well, we had the the game down in Tassie against the uh, the Blues. The Hawks haven't looked impressive uh, really at any stage this season. I don't. Th- or Adelaide maybe first game of the year. Melbourne absolutely real. We were there firsthand on Wednesday night to see Melbourne and and Richmond logical one. Um, they didn't look good. The Melbourne had no. Yeah, I thought that, they didn't look good, but they were a little bit better. Better, perhaps yep. they for the first quarter they were competitive. They cracked in. They had a good go, but um, I think they overcompensated with their structure. They had no forward structure at all. Melbourne did we? No. We, we could see that being live no, at the had, game. They had no. They didn't weren't bold with their attack. No, they were very conservative. Probably in response to the 
the ease at which they'd been scored against, but I think they got it horribly wrong. And and, uh, and Hardwick, I thought, coached well against them to have Broad out the back. They almost had a, a triangle defence, flanker, flanker, and then a, a, almost a, a backstop there. So anytime Melbourne tried to go forward, they just had nothing. Uh, Sydney Stack was unbelievable against, uh, against against those guys as well. Um, look, I've chimed in here with a unit uh, on the uh, on the Hawks. Oh, you've been on Hawks games. Yes, yeah, so I have. I have been on the Hawks. Look, I don't see uh, a whole heap of value uh, in this game, um, but Melbourne are just going so badly, and Viney is out, and uh, and probably the biggest factor for me here too was just Clarkson versus Goodwin. I just see Clarkson just put in on an absolute coaching clinic here and uh and just absolutely out coaching goodwin and for that reason it's my team i'm going to go to the game and uh and i can see the hawks the getting it. oh the mug is the on mug so is i don't on. know i don't know if you can see any value in the game but uh your thoughts logical well at half time on the weekend hawks 30 points down i was like I am, trouble. I am all over melbourne next week <laughs> yeah. i thought hawks for and the did spoon you lo- did you load in I or was like hawks for the spoon um looking good um want to be on want to be on melbourne um, but they did fight back. They actually ran out of game, but Carlton did have some injuries, which didn't help them. Yeah. Um, so taking that into account, they still were torn up by Carlton oh, first, no, first and, half. And Carlton's and, ball movement was pretty good. They, yeah. they moved the ball well. Yeah, yeah. they did. And and, um, and then Melbourne, not going great, but I thought they were getting better. They, they, they lose Viney. They'll probably get Oscar back. Tom will probably go forward. Burgoyne back for the Hawks was a, was a help. So is that is that a fact? Is it Burgoyne? I think go- Burgoyne will be back. Okay, that's for good. Cousins. Yep. Um, so I would I'm going to say no bet for me. Yeah. I, I wanted to be on the D's because of all that. Now I'm saying no bet. Yeah. Okay. So a uh, a unit for the mug, um, but uh, not necessarily a tip up for the listeners. But uh, the mug's having a go anyway. Yeah, so uh, arms and and uh, and logicals uh, nowhere near it. All right. So uh, we'll leave that one at that. Game three, one forty five. Saturday afternoon, GWS are taking on St Kilda at Manica Oval in the nation's capital in Canberra. The GWS are $1.26 and the Suns in response are $3.80. St Kilda uh, I beg your pardon. Sorry, I've looked at my uh, my notes there. St Kilda, thank you for jumping in there, Logical. St Kilda are $3.80, making the GWS a 27.5 point favourite. I might as well hand over straight over to Logical One as he's just uh, fixed me up on that. What have, uh, what do we what do we what do you see there, Logical? A lot, a lot of a lot of team movement here. Um, Whitfield's probably not going to play. Caniglio, I think. Caniglio, I didn't realise he was a risk. not, but okay. he, he hurt his hand, dislocated his finger, wore a glove in the second I, I half saw that last in week. The game, yep. um, and then Loney he won't won- miss for that, will he? Well, you don't know. Um, Loney won't play. Bruce is a maybe, and Marshall should be back. Um, Few concerns there. I think almost the bubble burst at St Kilda. Yeah, they get got a few injuries now, um, so their death looked a little bit. Geez, they got looked, exposed by the Adelaide big men, didn't they? They did, and they also didn't have much going forward. You know, when Bruce was down, and they were relying on Parker, these sort of guys. Um, Tex hasn't raised a yelp all year, and he uh, he, he was, turns he up and flying. he wanted to give it to the mug. He wasn't uh, he wasn't copping that St Kilda bet. He was saying uh, we're, we're going to uh, take was, you down, mug. Tex was firing. So um, yeah, I if Whitfield and Caniglio played, or even if Caniglio played, I'd be into GWS. But at the minus twenty seven and a half. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm going to say just due to 
few doubts on team. I'm not going to bet, but the lean would be the Jet RS for me. Yeah, it's a tough, um, it's a tough one. This one, it's another one of those big lines. I don't really have a lot of betting interest in this one. If the logical is happy to pull the trigger on the minus, um, I might have a go. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have a. I haven't looked at this game thinking that this is a, a betting game for me. Just just based on the bigness of the line and yeah. Maybe it has burst with the Saints. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe maybe the GWS will just want to turn up and and just cruise through and get a win. I'm not too sure. I think last year, I think it was a pretty similar line actually betting line, and and the Saints got about I think it was about 24 points or so. So the Saints, if I'm, if my memory serves me correctly, covered this last year in the corresponding game. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll just stay out of this one. I think. Yeah. Game four, Brisbane versus Sydney at the Gabba Stadium at 4.35 Saturday afternoon. Brisbane are $1.41, hosting Sydney $2.85, making the Brisbane Lions now a 19.5-point favourite. So uh, inform the listeners straight away, logically, if they're not aware, but why has that uh, that market opened up at 12.5? And uh, and I did like a, uh, the look of that early, but uh, that's moved out to 19.5, and uh, why is that? I think that's Buddy confirmed out I today. I think that is Buddy confirmed, absolutely. So he's gone. So the five-point movement swing, and I think we've spoken on the program before about Buddy being one of the highest-rated players from a betting perspective. I think we've spoken about that before, being about a five-, six-point player. Yep. So that makes sense. Um, I guess the things that I want to ask you about, and, and, and listeners, just to let you know, the conversation is raw. Apart from one text message that I sent you about the Western Bulldogs line versus the Tigers, there's been no no communication about betting lines or leans this week until this very moment. So the conversation is raw. We're sitting with the logical 15 out of 15 year winner on the AFL, 13 out of 15 years, uh, 10% return on investment. Myself, the mug, three out of four year winner, uh, 65 and a half units um, life to date. So I've had a bit of a bit of a comeback in the last little bit. Um, That's not bad for a bloke who bets in 5,000 a unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite that much, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but going okay. Um, talk to me, Logical, about this uh, Brisbane-Sydney line because I was a little bit interested uh, in, the, in the Brisbane minus earlier in the week, but um, that, that has obviously had some significant movement with Buddy out now, so I don't think I could be in that. But now looking at it a little bit more closely, I, I almost feel that Sydney are some, being somewhat disrespected um, just based on the way that you compare Sydney and the Gold Coast, um, based on the way that Sydney was uh, that uh, the Gold Coast was lined up last week against Brisbane and how Sydney are being lined up against Brisbane now. Because if I'm not mistaken, you marked the Gold Coast-Brisbane um, game that Brisbane were a 14-point better favourite. The market might have said that they were a little bit uh, better than that. But taking out the home ground advantage, and now we look at the disparity between the Brisbane and Sydney market, and it's not a world away from what the Brisbane-Gold Coast game was. Therefore, the gap between Sydney and Gold Coast looks reasonably small, which I don't know if I can have, um, you know, and I'm starting to question myself now, gee, should, should there be betting on the Sydney Plus just based on um, the disrespect that might be being shown from... So the, uh, the, yeah, the so, algorithm, what's going on yeah, with the algorithm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just doesn't... Something seems <laughs> off. So. I, think you're getting, I think one thing probably getting a little bit confused here is the home ground advantage. Home ground advantage. So yep. the, from, from Sydney to Brisbane, 
there's a there's a home ground advantage, and that's way less than than what say Gold, even Gold Coast going to Brisbane. So okay. so essentially last week on the price they went off at eighteen and a half. Brisbane did essentially made them about twenty two points favor twenty two points better than than Gold Coast. So, you, then, so you're giving a four a point home ground advantage to right. to the to Gold the Coast Suns. Yep. So you say three or four, whatever. So the market says eighteen and a half point favorite, just taking home ground advantage out of it. Yep. yep. Okay. So, so I've just written that down. Eighteen and a half points. Yep. So they're twenty one points or twenty two points better than Gold Coast. Yep. You bring them to the Gabba, um, and then Sydney are coming up there, and the and the price is nineteen. Take away home ground advantage eight. So it says Sydney they're 11, 11 points better than Sydney. So take away, and then you've got Buddy Franklin on top of that. So then you're saying that um, about 11 plus Buddy 5, Sydney are about 16 points better than Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yeah, okay. Are you Which, happy with that? Or I can cop that. I can cop, cop, I can cop 15 points because, I mean, Sydney are going pretty poorly, yeah. and um, and we know the Gold Coast have hit a bit of a wall as well. So uh, yeah. so that, that 15 points probably makes it a little bit more sense. So thank you for clarifying that for myself and the listeners. As I said, I was a little bit um, interested in the, in the Brisbane minus at the 12 and a half, but... I don't know, that, that line has moved a little bit now. Um, the Sydney forward line actually functioned not too bad for a half without Buddy on the yep. weekend, but they got overrun. How do you see this one? Yeah, for me, um, I am not having a bet here. Sydney definitely not going well, though. Um, and no Buddy, I don't know where that's an advantage at this stage because it could even help their forward line. They're very Buddy conscious when he's in. Um, they don't seem to have any other options, so it should, could, could create some other options for them. But they showed that for half against GRS, but then they just fell away. Um, Brisbane are going okay, um, but they only beat Gold Coast. But before that, the first two weeks, not great. Or the two weeks before that, not great. I just don't have a lot of interest in this game, so no bet for me. No betting. All right. Game five, Western Bulldogs taking on the Richmond Tigers. This is happening 7.25 Saturday evening at Marvel Stadium. The Western Bulldogs, $3.40. And Richmond Tigers $1.31, making the Tigers a 22.5 point favourite. So my immediate reaction to this line when I saw it at 24.5 is to be thinking doggies. I thought that was a, a pretty big line against the dogs. I messaged you on first thing Monday morning, I think it was logical, to say... Hey, mate, what do you think of this line? Because uh, I'm getting a bit twitchy on this one and might want to jump in a little bit uh, early. Uh, you said, cool your Jets mug, just uh, calm down a little bit on this one. Um, but um, but if you had to, uh, if I had to be betting on this one, I feel the dogs, but uh, talk to us logical as to why you weren't as keen on this one as myself. Well, on ratings, I think I made them about 20-point favourites, okay. the Tigers. Um, it is at Marvel, which does help the dogs, but yep. that's taken into consideration. Um, dogs are coming back from Perth, which some people do think that's a bit of an advantage. So. Is there anything statistical there that supports that? I know that's a bit of an urban myth that teams coming back from WA struggle, but is there? do you know if there is anything statistical there? I don't there? think so, um, but I probably haven't had the, the analyst to be able to analyse that properly for me yep. but when I've tried to dig into it I haven't been able to find anything yep. it's a bit like the six day break there's some there's some theories around six day breaks but I think statistically the six day break doesn't even give an advantage to teams either Yeah, okay. it might be continuous six day breaks may do that but it might add up yep. yeah it might add up okay well um, coming back to this one dogs Tigs 20 yeah. you, you make it 20 points Jack's out for the Tigs that's a bit of an advantage um I'm just, I sound like I'm repeating myself a bit, but no bet for me here. 
um, just think I'm going to, the dogs are going okay, but yeah, they okay. still struggle to score. They still have their inaccuracies, which you get angry with. Their forward line's not great. Um, yeah. Tigers seem to be back to good form, so. Yeah, okay, leave it yeah. alone. All yeah. right, well, uh, if uh, the logical one says leave, uh, the mug's happy to follow the expert opinion of the uh, logical one on this one. Just a uh, reminder for the listeners, uh, or, or a, um, a side note for the listeners, the the odds are coming to you this week, courtesy of the Points Bet um, market provider. Um, the Points Bet. Points Bet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Points yep. Bet. That's points who. Bet. Wait. What did I say? The Points Bet. Oh, the Points Bet. <laughs> <laughs> points Bet. Uh, are uh, supplying the, uh, the the market prices for us this week. Um, but to reiterate, we're not affiliated with. Uh, we'd like to be affiliated with uh, with a betting company. Um, so if anyone out there wants to sponsor us and come on board and uh, and let us know, uh, we're... Oh, well, they'd have to take to take a little bit to knock Carlton Sports and Spinal off there. <laughs> yeah, Carlton Sports sponsored... and Spinal, valued sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to upset uh, upset our main man there, but. Uh, but if someone's uh, willing to come with a better offer, I'm sure we're willing to talk. Would we be happy to entertain a, uh, uh, a new sponsor? We'd look at it. We'd look at it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the, the market company to your sports bet, not affiliated with any uh, any other provider. Um, so the uh, advice is independent. And uh, we always suggest to shop around for different promotions, shop around for the best prices, the best lines. Um, that's uh, going to give you a slight edge in your punting. Game six, the West Coast Eagles are taking on the Gold Coast Suns over at Optus Stadium in the West. Uh, 8.10 Eastern Standard Time happening on Saturday evening. The uh, West Coast are $1.10, Gold Coast $6.75, making the West Coast, uh, I think, one of the biggest favourites that we've seen this year at 45 and a half. Have we seen bigger than that, Logical, no, this haven't. year? Yeah, no, yeah. We haven't. So that's a big market. Um, West Coast, uh, up until recently, was right up the top of our rankings. Uh, Gold Coast, I think we're pretty safe to say, is at the bottom of our rankings. Yep. So pretty much from the top to the bottom, 45 and a half points uh, separating them. Uh, if you're an Eastern States uh, living person or people, as we are, this is probably a fairly uninteresting game from a viewing point of view. I know I don't have a lot of uh, interest in watching this one. Might be uh, might be Netflix time on Saturday night. But, uh, geez, 45 and a half points. We would say based on this year that that's a huge line um, and that, uh, you know, get on the plus and, and get involved in that. But at the same time, Gold Coast just got smacked up uh, by got flat tracked by Adelaide only what two weeks ago. Yeah, Adelaide um, away and um, and Brisbane at home. They haven't been in good form, but if you looked at West Coast form without knowing they won the premiership and did well last year, they've been smashed you, by forty plus three times this year. You'd think they were a bottom team, um, wouldn't you? You would. And I guess the Pies. They got the Pies. That was yeah, a big feather in. But they've been very volatile, and to yeah. lose three times forty plus is for for a top side is they just don't do that. So yeah. you you have to question, you know, like. Are they going that great? And for me, I could see two things. I could see Gold Coast getting smashed, but there could be Gold Coast value at head-to-head. So for me, I'd, I'm not even putting up a bet, but I'm saying if you're looking at a bet here, I'm probably backing Gold Coast head-to-head yep. or I'm backing the West Coast minus. And I think with the sports bet update to their promo, you can still get on the Friday and Saturday games, you can still get the promo on a head-to-head. 
Gold Coast, get out and jump them. Um, that price we listed there at points bet is six seventy five. So you, if you want to have a little a little tickle on that, you know, as we, I think we've said previously, two hundred and fifty bucks probably satisfies most. Well, the, the points most, bet promo, kick the first two. Yeah, goals. Yeah, kick Bang. the first two goals. Uh, points better running with that, except for the Sunday game as well. So um, if you're going to have a go, maybe a promo bet on the Gold Coast head to head. I've got no interest in anything to do with this game myself. So no betting for the mug, but. Uh, no betting for you, I think no. you said logical. But no if bet. you were going to have one, might be worth a little promo bet on the uh, on the Gold Coast head to head. Yeah, and I think the, it'll move towards West Coast to the minus if you wanted to be on the market mover. But for no bet for me. Okay. Game seven: uh, Carlton Blues taking on the North Melbourne Kangaroos at Marvel Stadium Sunday, one ten p.m. The Carlton Blues a dollar ninety-five. The North Melbourne Kangaroos a dollar eighty-five, uh, making the line market here basically redundant because we've we've pretty much got to pick them as it is on the head-to-head. Um, the mugs already had an investment on North Melbourne here. Um, Carlton were a bit more impressive on the weekend. Uh, you got to give them that, and they've probably been a little bit more impressive lately. But um, history comes into it a little bit for me here. Um, Carlton don't win much in the last. Uh, year and a half, two years. North, well, North Melbourne have won more than Carlton. I still have North Melbourne ranked above Carlton. I'll be interested to see where the logical one has them on his rankings. It's both of these guys' home grounds. Um, so they're both, the familiarity, familiarity with the ground is going to be the similar. I think at the Pickham, um, with Simpson out, potentially Cruiser out, uh, a bit of promo betting uh, for me. It's a go at North Melbourne, but logical. Um, where do you see this one? Yeah, Simpson out, Newman out, potentially Cruiser out. Higgins back in for North Melbourne. I would, before the injuries in the second half fade out by the Blues, I'd be all over the Blues here. I think they're travelling much better than um, than the Kangas. They may get Charlie Kerno back as well. Their forward line's functioning well. Mackay's playing well. Um, if you've got Kerno in there with him... Then and Cruiser was really good in the ruck, but if he's not going to play, then I'm slightly concerned. So no bet for me. If 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 I knew Cruiser was going to play and they were, they were fit, I'd be I'd be all over the Blues. But because of that, I'm not going to bet. Not going to have a bet here. So nothing for logical and the mugs are the mugs into North Melbourne. Game eight, Geelong Cats taking on the Essendon Bombers at the mighty MCG Sunday afternoon at. 3:20 p.m. Undoubtedly, the game of the round. Geelong a dollar fifty-one, and the comeback with Essendon is two dollars fifty-five, making Geelong a fourteen and a half point favourite. Um, I started off the week thinking that there might be some value in the Bombers here, but uh, on further thinking about an investigation into it, the Bombers got jumped pretty strongly by the Pies and were probably lucky to kick the score that they did. Stringer kicks two from the boundary, which is uh which is, you know, pretty unlikely. Danaher kicks one from outside or what what sixty meters out after the siren. Yep. Two given to them by the umpires, potentially you could argue. So ten of the five goals that they got, uh sorry, five of the ten goals that they got were potentially a bit unlikely. And Geelong absolutely flying. So I'm starting to lean towards the fact that you have to be on Geelong. But uh, be interested in the logical one's thoughts probably before I press the button on this one. Logical, how do you see this one? Well, we've got a new chip leader. Geelong, the highest rated team in the comp. Uh, taken over from the Pies. Taken over from the Pies. And fairly, they were very impressive against West Coast. I have they, they played as good as I've seen them in a while. I know West Coast weren't great, but Geelong were amazing. 
Um, and uh, Robert, the Bombers get back Arazio. It's at the MCG. Geelong have struggled there in mm. past years, but I think they've been okay there this year. They beat the Pies. Um, you, you, I think you alluded to game of the round, but... Um, what do you reckon you got Port and Magpies game? Oh, around, the Hawks or? Melbourne, just, before, oh, just, yeah, just yeah, wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Sorry, but um, just getting off track. Um, <laughs> but it is a great game. Um, but for me, and I know I start, stand like I'm repeating myself again, I just can't... Uh, can't pull 40, the trigger? I think 14 and a half is about the Too right many. price. Yeah, okay. Um, I'd like to be on the Cats, but I think... You know, the Pies, we're getting the Cats v. The, I mean, the Pies v. Essendon at sort of like seven and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half when Orazio went out. Yeah. And this has gone to 14 and a half. And I think that's about right. Geelong maybe okay. that better, that much better than Collingwood. Maybe even not, but I just, no bet for me. Well, a little bit similar, I guess, to what we were talking about with the Brisbane and Gold Coast stuff. And I hope that wasn't too confusing for the listeners. The only reservation that I had on this one was that this game is currently being lined similar to the Hawthorne game. So if you looked at Geelong Hawks, what, two weeks ago, um, and now you look at Geelong Essendon, it's been lined very similar. So I was, maybe there's been disrespect showing there to, towards Essendon. That's why I was thinking maybe plus, but I'm breaking down the Essendon performance a bit more heavily. Yeah, I think that's you, when you're going back more than one week, you're getting it's quite too, complex too far in, away. in terms yeah, of okay. what's happened since and yeah, yeah. and the like. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so no betting for you, no, logical. Well, no. that's uh, that scared me off the pot a little bit. I will have to have a little bit more of a think about it. And maybe similar to what it was with the Pies game, we did a bit of a market watch. That price came back in. We jumped on it. Maybe we're unlucky. Maybe we weren't not to get it, but uh, but maybe a market watch on that one to see if it comes in a little bit. Yep. Yep. Game nine, the last game of the round. The Adelaide Crows are hosting the Fremantle Dockers at 4.40 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday afternoon at Adelaide Oval. The Adelaide Crows are $1.35 and the Fremantle Dockers are $3.15, making the Crows a 21.5-point favourite. Logical. How do you see this one? And I don't think we've had a bet from you oh, so far. I feel like Tubby Taylor just shouldering arms all day at the moment. Jeez, if surely you got to you got to have a bet every day. Just to you might be walking around as the luckiest man. You don't even know it. <laughs> surely you got to find That's a bet it. for us. Uh, Adelaide seem to be back in form for mine. Your favourite player, Tex Walker, was up and about on the weekend. He was left and right. He looked uh, good. Blocking work. Text? They were better off without Jenkins, mm. um, having Himmelberg in there. They could get Gibbs back. Yeah, he's, a, he's a big lump of a kid, that Himmelberg. How big is he? Yeah, they, they look structurally pretty good with him. Mm. And then they had Keith, Keith, Keith yeah, going down, Keith. well down back. The midfields, if they get Gibbs back in there, and there's a slight doubt on Walters for Frio. Is it? Okay. Um, Frio have been good, but I'm going to say one unit minus minus bet here for me. I think okay. 21 to smash, and a half. To smash up the Dockers a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can feel that happening. Yeah, okay. Well, I hadn't uh, envisaged having a bet on this one myself, um, but uh, yeah, the mug hasn't put up much, and what he has put up is uh, a bit muggish as well with uh, with Hawthorne and uh, and North Melbourne. So um, might have to follow the logical in just to have a bit more interest uh, for the weekend. But I, I hadn't envisaged a bet here. Um, I probably wanted to be on Fremantle. Um, you know, I think I messaged you the other day when the, you get the big lines and you got Nate Fife playing for them. You know. They can uh, they can be okay, but Fremantle's record on the road is horrendous. Um, so from that point of view, it then makes it hard to back them as well. But 
not really sure on this one. So maybe I'll just uh, keep my powder dry, have a bit of a think about it as the week progresses and uh, and see if we're going to go in. Now, we might... Um, any totals or anything like that for us? Well, um, again, totals were mainly under again on the weekend. Yeah. Totals just not making up. Um, so I went and did my totals this week um, so far, and they're all around the mark. A couple were even higher, but if I make them higher, I don't want to be back in the overs. I only want to be back in the unders. So any sniff of a bit of moisture at night or a bit of weather, there's some weather in a couple of games, maybe Melbourne, Hawthorne or some other games, I'll be on the unders. Yep. So I keep... Keep, I'd just say a watch for the unders this week. Um, yeah, that'd be probably the play for the totals. Yep. Okay. Um, and then and just on my summary, yeah, it was just the one unit Adelaide minus, a GWS minus, maybe if Caniglio and or Whitfield play, and maybe, say, a small state Gold Coast head-to-head just for just for a promo or have a look. So. Yeah, okay. And then maybe market watch Geelong Essendon if we think we see yeah, a bit of, right. bit of movement there as well. And yep. uh, and to summarise myself, um, I'm having a go at the uh, head-to-head with the Hawks uh, versus Melbourne, just the Clarko versus Goodwin factor. Um, get yourself on a promo there. And the same thing with North Melbourne uh, versus Carlton. Just... Uh, just based on history, really, that North Melbourne win more games than Carlton in recent times uh, and a few um, player movements there as well. Um, and uh, that was it for the mug. So uh, that concludes uh, the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening, guys, and thanks so much for your feedback on Twitter. Um, uh, yeah, what's our seven rounds done? Um, potentially a special guest next week. Oh, really? Okay, good. So, yeah, stay tuned, listeners, to see who that could be. Excellent. Well, that's exciting for the listeners. And uh, remember, guys, um, uh, at BarefootPunter1. So if you want to get involved in Twitter... Please, uh, please contact us, and uh, and we're up on the iTunes Apple Podcast. Um, so get on there, type in the Barefoot Punch. You can find us on there, and uh, I'll put the SoundCloud link on the Twitter account as well. Um, but uh, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>